Percy, what would you say is the biggest influence in most people's lives? Well, Wayne, without a doubt, I would have to say the examples, good or bad, that others have set before us has tremendous impact upon our growth, our development, and our personage. And perhaps this is something we should further discuss with regard to today's discussion. All right, we will. And we'll hear from a physician whose path was imprinted by her family culture, her Christianity, and her desire to care for others. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. This is it, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with our very special host, Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Pastor P, you doing all right today? I am doing fantastically well, my friend. Good to hear from you. How are things? Everything's just fine here in this uh, COVID era that hopefully is... Uh, you know, now that we have a vaccine and we're getting more people vaccinated all the time, uh, it's encouraging, isn't it? It is encouraging. And I pray that the, the, the healing of the land will take place and that we will certainly begin to, you know, turn a corner. So thank God yeah. for that opportunity. Yeah. We're going to meet a doctor today. She's originally from Cameroon on the continent of Africa. Boy, what a beautiful name this doctor has. Uh, mm. Dr. Pierrette, Des how would you pronounce it? Yep, Dr. Pierrette Samu. Samu, okay. Yes. Spelled D-S-A-M-O-U. It's a beautiful name, and she's a beautiful person, a doctor caring for patients at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We'll meet her in just a few moments on today's program. But we're going to talk today about when the clinical, the culture, and the caring all come together to provide health and healing. And that's exactly what is embodied in the personage of, of Dr. Samu. Uh, we're going to hear energy and vibrance that is all contributing to her personage based upon her culture and based upon her caring and based upon her clinical expertise that is expressed fully in this individual that I think is making a huge difference in the lives of cancer patients everywhere. Wayne, let me interject our spiritual nugget for today, which is found in Philippians, the fourth chapter, verses eight through nine. And it reads as follows, and it's going to be really important for today's conversation from an inspiration perspective. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, and whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or received or heard from me or seen in me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Keep that in mind today as you listen to today's conversation. All right. Before you had this conversation, did you know this doctor? This particular physician, I did not have the acquaintance of knowing. And so actually, before we started recording, you know, we talked for a good 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, and she was just a thrill and a delight to get to know and understand. And she was very excited about being able to uh, be on this platform. And so uh, it was really my pleasure to get to know her. Yeah. Well, as you'll learn when you when we get to the conversation, she's a very accomplished doctor, but has a mm. great backstory to her yeah. life as well. We'll hear all that coming up when we turn to the interview pre-recorded here in just a few moments. Percy, our question of the day, who along the way in your life inspired you to be more like Christ and how? 
This is a question we're posing to our listeners, and we'd love to have your response at our website. Who along the way in your life inspired you to be more like Christ and how? Mm-hmm. And so please give us a response. We'd love to hear this. I know if you ask me that question, I have a nice laundry list of people and uh, uh, places that, you know, really made an impact on my life uh, that really guided my footsteps in so many ways, starting back with my fourth grade, you know, elementary school teacher. And so uh, we'd love to hear uh, those individuals that impacted you and more importantly, instructed and inspired you to be more like the God that you serve today. So we'd love to hear that. I'd like to hear what Percy McRae was like in the fourth grade. That's what I'd like to hear. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You can answer our question at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on connect in the drop down box. We'll say answer a question and you can fill out the response there. Who along the way in your life inspired you to be more like Christ and how. And our free resource this week is God Works Through Doctors. We're going to meet a very special doctor in a moment. Percy, you've put this together. What's in this resource? Yeah, this document, again, is helping to calibrate and to establish the fact that, again, medicine and science and faith and religion are not necessarily in conflict with one another in any way, and that the facilitators, if you will, the arbiters of of medicine and science that we turn to, our physicians, are actually and can be used by God. God works through them. He works through their hands. He works through their mind. Uh, He can work through their emotions. That when you combine, again, and amalgamate the two principles uh, and disciplines together of faith and science uh, and medicine and spirituality in its proper harmonious balance, you can really experience a tremendous impact and uh, duality that can make that may make a difference in in the healthcare experience of a patient. And so, we just want to reinforce the fact that God can and does work through doctors, and we should feel comfortable in that relationship. Yeah, well, that's available to you as a free download. God works through doctors at healthhopeandinspiration.com. By the way, speaking of the question which we talked about a moment ago, here's a response to a question we asked earlier. How has being a part of a community of people affected by cancer benefited you? And I'm looking at the response that we've outlined here. Do you have this one in front of you? I do, Wayne. And and that response is this from Reno, Nevada. Your podcast are not only effective just for cancer patients, it can be applied to so many other things. And, and that is so true. And so thank you for reminding us about that. But in addition to that, the, the responder says, I have been having a difficult time with intestinal problems. Your podcasts have helped me gain control by seeking help, which I haven't been doing. Mm-hmm. I need to learn to lean on God more. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Wayne, what I'm touched by more than anything else, and thank you for the compliment and thank you for helping us to know that that what we do here is of value and benefit. It's the reason why we do this is the fact that, you know, we encourage particularly believers again, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that in today's discussion of understanding that, you know, as a person of faith to seek medical attention and yes. to seek medical care and to have confidence uh, in the medical system with, with the access of the spirit of God that is giving you uh, the ability to to manage through all of that information, and so uh, I was highly encouraged and and appreciative of hearing that particular response. We'll meet our very special guest here in just a moment on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, a comprehensive cancer care network. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. 
Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling this number, 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. You can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, you sat down recently to introduce this very special doctor to us, so let's meet her right now. Well, I'm excited again today to be with you here on another episode of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And we have Dr. Piriette Samu here with us, who is a hospitalist and a nocturnist. And we're going to find out exactly what a nocturnist is today, uh, who works at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Phoenix. And she has been there for uh, seven and a half years, but overall has been uh, practicing medicine for 15 years. And she's from Cameroon, Africa. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the motherland. And, and all that goes with that. Welcome to the show today, my dear. Thank you for being with us. Thank you very much, Reverend McCrayton, for having me. It's a pleasure. Oh, honor. the honor and the pleasure truly is all mine. I love and respect physicians highly, and I thank God for the giftings uh, of, of medicine and science. Uh, we know that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, and I believe strongly that medicine and science is a gift like any other uh, calling that in individuals may have. And so thank you for being with us today. First and foremost, uh, in, your, in the introduction, we said that you are a hospital hospitalist and a nocturnist. Let's talk about being a nocturnist. What exactly is that and what does that entail at the end of the day? So um, a, noct- a hospitalist first, as I am hoping most people know, is the doctor who admits patients while they're very sick in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And it's that doctor that would follow that patient every day and will you know, go over treatment plans with the patient. And once the patient is ready to go home, we'll go ahead and give him all the treatment and recommendations he needs to continue yeah. and go home. Okay. It's also that doctor that coordinate care with the other um, uh, care team, the oncologist, the surgeons, and everybody um, in the patient's team. Yeah. So the nocturnist is a hospitalist that works primarily at night. Uh, personally, I most I currently work um, exclusively at night. Um, so because you need somebody in the hospital to make sure that all those patients that are currently admitted have someone to watch over them, um, that the nursing staff has somebody um, to turn to when there's issues arising at night. And as you may imagine, in terms of cancer care, there's a lot of issues that arise at night. Um, so that's where I come, I, I come in um, and help. Well, I was certainly familiar with uh, nocturnal, and I wasn't sure if there was another slant or play on that term. But uh, again, basically, uh, a physician who's working at night, and basic, and it Pretty makes much. sense. It's yeah, a fancy word for it. Uh, okay, all right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Well, I appreciate the clarification, and thank you for that. Uh, having said that, I always ask physicians because I'm always curious in what motivated uh, one to become a doctor. Uh, how did you become motivated or interested in entering into the healthcare field from a medical perspective? So my story will be typical in terms of wanting to take care of people in general. However, yeah. my background is very 
much about female empowerment. Okay. My mom was one of the first female scientists back home in Cameroon oh. with a PhD in, bi uh, in biochemistry that she had here in New York, in okay. Buffalo University. Okay. So she was teaching in a med school back home in Cameroon mm. and would take us with her when she would, you know, meet medical students. So that that inspired me watching you know all these young minds and what they were doing on a daily basis so that started that need i'm, I'm using the word need very carefully because it was really a need yeah. to really go through and then be like these people that i would see on a regular basis. um it, it sparked the need to the point where i never wanted to do anything else wow. it was a clear path for me and my younger siblings actually followed me so in my family there's three Ah, uh, physicians. Okay. Um, me and my two sisters and my sister-in-law as well too. So Well, one thing one thing for sure and and if anyone is not aware of the reality of what I think is and has happened in our current culture uh, and I believe it's ordained of God is is the rise and the power of the female. Uh her voice being heard, her giftings being uh exercised and and acknowledged. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we at the time of this recording, you know, we are experiencing here in America uh, the first female African-American Asian, you know, vice president. You know, so uh, pearls and chucks for those who, who are following uh, that theme. Uh, but but as a whole, I just think that God is is doing something really remarkable with with women all around the world. And so to hear that as a motivating factor of your mom and you and your sisters and your sister-in-law is just an empowering message. And and hopefully there are some young ladies that are listening today uh, who may have an interest in medicine and science that will understand that, that that's a viable pathway and, and we need those giftings and those callings. So thank God for your mom and thank God for your motivation. Having said that, uh, you know, you're, you're a physician. You have been for quite a while now. Uh, and you're working in a cancer environment. Let's talk about how did you enter into the cancer space and what have you learned? What have you seen and how has that um, engagement affected you, impacted you in any way? So um, one of the main reasons why I decided to work in cancer care is because two of my aunts died at a very young age okay. um, of breast cancer. So breast cancer runs in my family. So uh -huh. when I finished residency and I was looking for a job, um, just my presence itself at CTCA is 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 a testimony that God wanted me on this path because mm. the circumstances were not meant for me to be working at CTCA. I was set to work elsewhere, but I had that deep feeling that made me keep kept you know, keep waiting for that call back from CTCA okay. when I was pretty much set to work elsewhere. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt the need to give back to this community of caregiver and that were there able to be there for my my family but that I wasn't because I was still in med school at the time yeah so it was very important to me and then once I got into CTCA I realized it's an environment it's a sphere where I could actually express my faith mm. and it was it was not frowned upon um but it was for where which I, you know any patients that would feel the need or would openly ask I would be able to share um and that's not something you find everywhere so this has been a very rewarding um, journey for me, and I made my mission. I made it a mission uh, for myself a few years ago to make every single patient I meet have a smile that day, or yeah. um, 
just by my silent presence that day or just a prayer request that day. One patient at a time to be able to show the glory of God in their life, no matter what time or what season of their life um, this cancer may be affecting. So, and then, you know, of course, while we take care of patients, we have hope. We look we look toward that light. Yeah. However, we also know there are hard times yes. when we lose patients. So that's where my faith has been really, really a, an anchor to help me kind of reclaim my soul and allows me to really um, clean myself to be able to reset and go back to helping my patients. Because for me, my job, the work I do is not a work, just a job. I yeah. feel it, it's, it's a calling. Yeah. Um, Every day when I go to work and I pray, God, please use me at every season of my life so I could be there for your other children. Yeah. No matter whichever way, yeah. you know, like I said, either a smile or a long conversation about what's the status of his disease in the middle of the night because his family members in New York and couldn't call, talk to the family, uh, the doctors during the day because of the time difference. So in every way, I want to be there for my patient and CTC allows me to share my faith with the with my patients. It's interesting that you would say that, you know, I'm going on my 20, I'm over 20 plus years now at CTCA, and I entered into this space in a very serendipitous way, also not in, intending to be here and, and thinking about some other things, and because of the door that was open to me, and particularly given the fact that I was a pastor and a minister, and, and how CTCA embraces and embrace the idea of faith and spirituality to be properly and in its in its uh, proper balance uh, be administered to patients and, and caregivers who who value that and who want that. Uh, but to hear a physician openly talk about that and how that was important to them uh, from a medical practice perspective just is it still excites me when I hear that at the end of the day. But what I wanted to ask you, and again, is that. Uh, in in my travels, in my reading, and in my engagement, uh, one of the things that uh, has become a very real dynamic is being from Africa. Africa is a very spiritual place, and and, and many people may or may not grasp the understand the dynamic of that. Uh, coming from you know the motherland in that regard, and 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 having that influence from an indigenous perspective, and then able to embrace that within your medical training and practice. How awesome is it for you to be able to meld uh, those disciplines together? Uh, being a person of faith and having a strong sense of spirituality, but also being a woman of science and medicine. You know, uh, at the end of the day, you're a scientist of sorts, you know, and, and you are you are able to to um, amalgamate those two together, how important is that to you and how important has that been to patients that you have had the opportunity to serve? So um, my background, actually, I use all of these elements that you just mentioned, me being a scientist, uh, my spirituality, my faith, all of those I use as enrichment ground for me. Okay. Um, it actually, the fact where I come from shows... Um, has given has given me a very strong sense of cultural um, grasp. Yeah. So I'm able to approach every single patient with their own in their own um, culture. Yeah. What that means is, you know, not just approach with my faith because I know my faith is also influenced by my culture. Yes. So I may understand that I may have this vibrant uh, uh, culture <laughs> uh, that makes me joyful and want to sing all the time. And energetic. However, <laughs> Exactly. Except some of my patients would rather prefer a quiet reflection and sometimes to, you mm -hmm. know, 
you know, take things in in a very much more sedate way. Yeah. Or I do have some other some patients with you know that do not practice my Christian faith. However, have another faith, and sometimes all they want is that presence. Yes. Um, to be able to be there with them while they're taking in their spirituality, um, guidance or be just able to say, listen, I come from a land where um, we were missionaries taught us about uh, about the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. But I, it, it, it's also a land that was rich with, you know, other beliefs. So I completely understand every single and different background. Okay. Um, so I don't approach things in a, you know, with skepticism. Skepticism. This is where my French background is coming up, where <laughs> the words are not going to quite sound the same. But it allowed me to be able to be more open. Okay. To um, uh, uh, patients not completely understanding um, or not wanting certain things. Right. But they were able to be like, yes, doctor, I would very much like for you to sit with me, hold my hand, pray your God, and then allow me to yeah. just be there. Okay. And, you know, that's that's one thing that all of these backgrounds have been able to, uh, to, to allow me to express. And I think what's important with that statement, Doc, and I really appreciate that, is it's basically understanding the fact that people embrace and express uh, other aspects of spirituality, maybe in very different ways or unique yeah. ways, <laughs> and being sensitive to that and being open to it. But the bottom line is being able to maintain an environment when called upon to allow some aspect of spiritual influence or impact to be part of a patient care experience if that's important and and wanted and desired by a patient. I really, really appreciate that. Let me ask you this question on a clini- from a clinical side of things. You've been in medicine now long enough to see, I think, the, the growth or the development uh, or advancement of medicine. What are maybe one or two things from a cancer care perspective uh, that you could share with the audience to be excited about? Because obviously when we hear the word cancer, it has a negative connotation. Uh, of course, there are more people that are surviving a bout of cancer today than at any time ever before uh, because of early diagnostics and so on and so forth. But what are some of the things to be excited about with regard to cancer care treatment that maybe some people are not aware of that you can share very quickly? Immunotherapy. Yes. So what immunotherapy is, is this. The medication that you're given, the whole point, I'm just going to be glance, you know, glance, glance uh, over yep. the, the, the meaning of it, is just to activate your own immune system to fight the, the cancer cells. Okay. So it's very exciting because it allows everybody to be able to actually use their own defense. Mm. And the hope is ultimately to decrease the side effects and, you know, how difficult cancer treatment itself is on the body besides, you know, the toll that cancer um, takes on the body. Yeah. So immunotherapy is really something that I believe is going to be, I mean, it's been, it's already been about 10 years now, but, you know, in, in terms of cancer care, that's pretty much young. Yeah. Um, if I may say so, but it's really something that's very exciting. Um, right now we cannot, we don't have immunotherapy for, uh, too many cancers, but the hope is that we can spread, um, the use of that, uh, type of therapy on, uh, more cancers. Um, and then the, the fact that we can do more genetic testing nowadays Ah. and with those genetic testing, the hope is to try and be able to target the specific type of treatment that would work more on certain type of genes responsible for those cancers compared to others. So those two venues particularly are really exciting to me. 
in terms of cancer care. And I appreciate you helping us to understand. And I and I want to encourage this audience. Uh, there are things that we're able to do and looking to do even more so from a treatment perspective of cancer than any time ever before. And so we are to be hopeful that cancer is not necessarily a death. And of course, the, the ability, as we know, that there are so many people within our world who are people of strong faith and, and belief in God to know that they can go into a healthcare environment and in theory and principle have a doctor like you who embraces also faith and spirituality and amalgamates that with good medical clinical care. That's something for us to shout about and to be thrilled over. So I want to celebrate uh, the the era of the woman, the power of women. Uh, 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 Wonder Woman uh, is, is, is on the scene and we are grateful for who you are. Lastly, as we close, and I ask everyone this question, what keeps you hopeful or what gives you hope for what you do? Well, um, I could be very general, but I'm going to talk with the, the times we're living. And my hope these days is if all these scientists throughout the world were, be, were able to be blessed by God, to put all their minds together to find a vaccine ah. for this terrible pandemic that's happening right now. I'm hoping and praying every day that yeah. they do the same for some of the most, you know, uh, uh, terrible cancer that we that we have to deal with. And I feel like if they were able to find treatment, you know, or I mean, treatment options or vaccine, you know, vaccine or hope at least for this pandemic, then we can definitely do the same for cancer care. Wow. So really, that's something I'm holding on to right now. Today, you have heard from Dr. Piriat Samu. She is a hospitalist and nocturnist uh, working at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Phoenix. She's been there now for seven and a half years. She's been practicing medicine for 15 from Cameroon, Africa, uh, full of life, full of energy. She is a woman inspired by women, inspiring other women. And uh, we are grateful today for your gift, for your energy, for your passion. And we pray that everything that your hands touch will be blessed and enhanced and increased as the Lord works with you and through you to continue to declare that he is God, that he is sovereign, and that he is our healer, and that today we are blessed. Thank you, doctor, so much. Be well and take care. Thank you. What a very special lady. We'll talk more with Percy in a moment. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers offering an integrated approach that combines surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies to manage side effects and enhance quality of life during treatment and into survivorship. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. You can also learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, I don't know how you do it, but you manage to come up with very special people that we meet each week here on the podcast. Well, I count myself blessed and fortunate, and it's just like anything else. You know, when you're anointed for a certain thing, God will will, will bring the provision to you. And so uh, this, this lady was wonderful to speak to, yeah. and her energy and her passion uh, just came through uh, when you listened to her, and she was dynamic. Yeah. She really was. Now, you— 
you and the doctor explained what a hospitalist is, and that was very interesting to learn. I'd never thought of a doctor who primarily serves at night. When you think about it, what an essential service to make yourself available during those late night hours. Yeah, it was a great distinction. And, and, and you're right, the wisdom and the insight of that makes perfectly good sense. And, you know, how often have any of us heard of uh, medical issues arising in the middle of the night that, you know, you know, you get that phone call or people, you know, something happened in the middle of the night. And, and so having a, uh, a physician who's working primarily in the evening and through the night addressing and dealing with medical issues and concerns uh, makes perfectly good sense. So, yeah, yeah it was that was some yeah. insight for me as well, and I appreciated that distinction. And how about the backstory to Dr. Samu's life? Isn't that amazing? You know, her backstory sounds like, you know, a script for a movie when you sit and really mm-hmm. think about it. You know, she expressed, uh, you know, just how, and it's one of the reasons why we chose the scripture that we read, that at the end of the day, you know, uh, she learned and she received from someone who inspired her being her mom, who, you know, obviously became a pretty prominent person in her hometown of Cameroon as a, a one of the first uh, scientists uh, with a Ph.D. And she used the language and the phraseology of female empowerment that, you know, what she learned and what she was exposed to by her mom uh, really drove her in the direction of the vocation that she chose. And not just her, but two of her sisters, you know, uh, other family members, uh, that at the end of the day, her sister-in-law, that all of these women, you know, women who who has been inspired by a woman yeah. and, and to inspire other people. Yeah. It's a great story when you sit yeah. and listen to it. Highly educated women. And it, mm-hmm. it really was fun to learn that uh, backstory to Dr. Samu's life. Um, what else did you take away from your conversation with her? Well, as as is the case for many people, either in the field, particularly as a physician, I think, in the field of medicine uh, and those who support uh, cancer patients, she, too, was also negatively impacted by the emotional dynamics of having family members who had been stricken with cancer and, you know, basically died from that disease. That was a huge uh, dynamic in 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 her consciousness, along with the basic need and desire, naturally, I believe, to want to take care of and care for people, and then when you 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 know then when you layer that around the inspiration of of her mom, you know you get this really dynamic individual from a culture that's rich in heritage, uh, and rich in spirituality too. We talked about the fact, and she talked about the fact of of her environment having you know such a rich and diverse. Uh, influence of spirituality and that that really very much influenced now though the nature of what she does that she's a you know being a, a student of her mom she has a clinical commitment of excellence mm-hmm. but also having a cultural uh, influence of spirituality that she was grateful and encouraged and I think the language that she used that she realized that it was the will of God that the CTCA Cancer Treatment Centers of America was the place for her to work when she was allowed freely to be able to utilize or yes. express her spirituality yeah. while also practicing medicine. I thought it was a powerful th- school of thought. There. Yeah, I took note of that as well. And as we always say, of course, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual yes. support is provided as desired by yes. the patient. But but she said that she met every patient with a smile and when appropriate, a prayer. And so when we put this into context of, of what this platform is all about, 
And again, health, hope, and inspiration that, you know, we are amalgamating these very powerful forces, but we now are seeing the facilitators who are actually, uh, you know, doling that out in a way that is really contributing to the overall conversation. And and I thought that it was it was impactful because she also, in in the same vein, made it very clear that she recognizes and understands and respects the fact that other people may have different and varied belief systems that she needs to be sensitive to and respectful of. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm here to to potentially provide and put a smile on every patient's face Mm -hmm. and, if appropriate, to pray with and for them. You know, you talk about meeting that type yeah. of spirit yeah. and that type of energy. I want a doctor like that. How about you? And that type of intentionality <laughs> yeah. is a powerful thing to think about. It yeah. really is. Yeah. yeah, I'm so grateful for your signature question you sign off these interviews with. What gives you hope? I thought this doctor had a great answer. She probably had the most unique and timely answer. And, and everyone's answer is appropriate because it's, yes. it's their it's response, their obviously. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And that's the reason why we ask it. But given the, the, the time that we're in and the culture that we find ourselves in of basically, you know, her hope is that in watching the speed and the rapid nature by which the great minds of science were able to come together for one collective goal, and that is to create a vaccine for COVID-19, that that gives her tremendous hope that the same can be done with regard to coming up with a cure for cancer, and that makes her hopeful. I was moved almost to tears because we're really listening to the heartbeat of a true Uh, woman of science and medicine and biology, but also the hope of what we potentially have the ability to do as a collective unit when we get our focus toward that one goal and make it a priority. May that also be the case and be true. And uh, I stand with her in that hope of an expectation. I'm just thinking what a wonderful example her life is to young people who may be listening to uh, emulate what what, uh, this doctor believes and how she goes about her life. Absolutely. And, and you know, again, exactly how she she started on that path as a young person herself. Uh, it, no wonder the Bible makes reference to train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they become older, they will not depart. And there's a lot of application to that from a parenting perspective and so on and so forth. But to your point, uh, as a as a model, modeling something uh, that that energy, that passion, that commitment, that spirit, uh, that that fine-tuned combination of relationship between medicine and science and faith and spirituality. Uh, you know, I would imagine probably when she goes back to her home country and town, you know, she's probably celebrated there, you know, again. So, right. Yeah, and I would hope so. And if not, today we celebrate her. <laughs> yeah. We stop to bow in her presence and thank mm-hmm. her and her mother and her sisters for the work that they do. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I, I would have to imagine that she's a huge inspiration to young people and young women in particular. Uh, and as we know, we are in the age of what many has deemed, you know, the empowerment age of women, mm-hmm. women being heard, women being uh, recognized, women being uh treat it with equal respect. Uh, I thank God that I, I had the privilege of sitting in the presence of an accomplished uh, and, and fantastic female that basically is here to, to make a difference in the earth and change the lives of people that she comes in contact with. She inspired me, quite frankly. 
Well, as we wrap up today, I remind you that our website is healthhopeandinspiration.com. There's a question of the week there for you to answer. Thanks for doing that. There's a free resource to download, God Works Through Doctors. And all of this is, of course, made possible through this program, Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, let's circle back on Philippians chapter 4. Yes, sir. So in lieu of all that, Philippians 4, our spiritual nugget, as we close, verses uh, 8 and 9. Finally, brethren, I love when the scripture tells us finally or therefore. It's trying to make us really process what's being said. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me, or in this particular case, others, or seen in them or me, put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. The last word of the day is be inspired by someone that continues to model uh, the excellence of God, to be a game changer, to be a difference maker, to be a contributor. And, and make a mark in the earth that cannot be erased and make a deposit that someone else can withdraw from. And when you, when it is all said and done, you will hear the Lord say to you, well done, my good and faithful service. May we all be committed and inspired by that admonition on today. God bless you. That's our host, Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And I'm Wayne Shepherd. Pastor P, you always inspire me. We'll talk with you next time. Love you, my friend. And again, remember, we have work to do. So keep chopping the wood. God bless. We'll talk next time. Thanks for joining us for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.